For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, all you Bulls fans, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls coverage show. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend here, Mr. Trey Hill, to break down a Bulls loss. We don't have a final score just yet because they are still playing at about a minute 44 left in the game, but the Bulls are down 30, Trey. And uh, yeah, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a possibility of us coming back there. Um, pretty much lost this game. Between the end of the first, uh, beginning of the second, and then uh, there was the second half of the third. Uh, those are the two stretches of the game where we really just just totally lost the game. Uh, just inability to hit jump shots. I mean, we were getting jump shots that we normally make, um, but you know, we just weren't weren't making them. Uh, and that's partially probably because of the tired legs from the back to back. But as we said, you know, in our last episode, this was always going to be a tough game, right? It always was, but you hate to see the Bucks go on a 13-0 run to in this in the first quarter to kind of put the game out of reach because the bull the Bulls from there they were just kind of trying to claw their way back and Vucevic uh, he kept the minute in the beginning whereas if he hadn't played as well as he had I don't know that the Bulls would have been in it as long as they were but yeah it was always going to be a tough game I thought with Middleton being out the Bulls might you know, pose a little bit better of a chance, but they just, it seemed like they came out with dead legs right away on the second night of the back-to-back. I thought most of the first quarter was good until uh, it was like 20 to 20 and someone called a timeout. And then after that, it was just like all, everything went to crap. Um, But like you said, the Bulls, uh, no legs, missing jumpers. Uh, You know, it happens to every team. Um, Second half of the back-to-back, you have a little bit of an excuse there. Uh, Yeah, would you like to have seen a better fight out of this Bulls team with so much on the line with seating and stuff. Of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, But I think, you know, ultimately take this. I think what I get mad about though, Trey is when we're talking about long view stuff, we're talking about like Billy Donovan, not, you know, sitting these guys I would have liked to see him because these guys played uh, Vooch, 
DeRozan, Levine. Um, I can't remember who else was in at that time, but they played from the start of the fourth until like four and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. And this game was basically a 20 point, you know, blowout since then. And it was, it was pretty clear that the Bulls weren't going to win this one. I would have liked to seen, you know, especially Zach Levine with his injury that he's been nursing, get a little bit more rest here, man. I just don't, I don't get that. Does it, I mean, does that make sense to you? Not really, especially given the fact that I didn't like the defensive intensity. And yeah. Again, you can you can make the excuse that it's the second night of the back-to-back, but when you're down this many points and you don't have the defensive intensity level, Troy Brown Jr. only played four minutes tonight. Derek Jones Jr., the second, uh, did not play You know, on the second night of a back-to-back, and he played pretty well against Giannis last go-round. Even Tony Bradley, like, he didn't play. Uh, Kobe White played 22 minutes. Patrick Williams only played 18 minutes. Uh, you could have given those guys some more minutes, you know, the younger guys, just to try and hopefully motivate them. But if you put those guys in that haven't got the minutes, I mean, Derek Jones Jr., when have we watched him play and and not enjoyed his effort level? Mm-hmm. I agree, especially with Javante Green went out. Um, he had to go back to the locker room. I'm not sure what's going on there. We'll have to wait for some updates. Um, maybe he just tweaked something. It didn't look too serious. It looked like he was basically walking yonder on power. Everything was good. He only managed about 20 minutes tonight. But uh, without Javante, I would I would have figured you'd see some more DJJ in there, uh, maybe at least a few minutes. And uh, like you said, he did not enter the game at all, which is really disappointing. Uh, four and a half minutes, Troy Brown Jr. ends up with. We do finally have a final score here, 98 to 126. The Bulls lose by. Um, not quite reflective. I mean, I thought it was a competitive game through the first half. Um, you mentioned defense, Trey. I thought the, the first half defense actually was decent, especially when you're talking about defending the drives. Um, the the, the uh, Bucks just shot lights out tonight. The Bucks ended up shooting 62% or so from the field, uh, 61% actually from the field. Um, so, you know, uh, there's not much you can do when people are just knocking down jump shots at that rate. But I thought like when, when Giannis was driving to the hole, um, you know, whoever else was driving to the basket. I saw a lot of people getting in the way. I saw DeMar actually try to uh, draw a charge again, which is awesome. I thought uh, Brooke Lopez actually committed a charge on him, um, but maybe that was Giannis. But uh, we saw DeMar take his first charge of the season last game. So I actually thought the defense was decent in the first half. Did you disagree? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't disagree. I think what really plagued the Bulls was you mentioned the field goal percentage from the Bucks. They shot 60% from on field goals. The Bulls shot 41% on field goals. Neither team were dominant on the offensive boards. They each only had five. So the Bucks were able to get those rebounds and to get out running. And when you have players like Giannis who can get out in the open floor and get into space, you're going to create matchup problems. I don't have the numbers in front of me because, again, the game just ended. But – the Bucks were able to take those Bulls misses, especially on those jump shots with those long rebounds. And I feel like they were able to get cross matches and were really able to take advantage of a Bulls defense that wasn't able to get set. We we talk a lot about how valuable it is to make baskets because then it gives your defense time to get back and get ready. And the Bulls were not giving themselves any chance to breathe, get, you know, going from offense to defense. Yeah, um, part of good defense is being able to set up and making a basket really helps you do that. The Bulls shot just 39%. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's three four percentage. Actually, they shot 42% tonight. Uh, still not a great percentage. Uh, I, ha- I have to think it was worse than that through the first half, uh, at least, you know, the end of that first quarter, bringing that second quarter. Because, man, that was just brutal watching them just put up brick after brick. At one brick. point, DeMar was one of six in the in the first quarter. He ended up 10 of 23, which is actually not that bad, 44%. But, uh, yeah, he no, did not he, have a good No, he did game. have a hot run there yeah. towards the end of the third. He went on an 8-0 run for the Bulls. But that first quarter, he he was putting up some shots, and they were. it seemed like all of them were just, just short. Uh, the, I have two written down as short. So, to me, it just seems like maybe he was just a little, a little dead leg to begin the game. But if you look at the uh, uh, real quick, guys, I uh, want to go ahead and take a moment to tell you to follow at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter, the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. Go follow it now. Um, but if you look at the shot chart, uh, Trey, the Bulls and the uh, and the Bucks, and I mean, you just look at the Bucks makes. I mean, all these green circles are right at the basket. And you look at the Bulls, and you've got a lot of red X's, but they're they're considerably further away. I mean, they're mostly uh, in that you know 12 to 15 foot range. So the Bucks are just getting to the like you said, getting taking advantage of a the Bulls trying to get back in de- in defense and transition, which they're particularly bad at. They're really bad. at transition defense team and be uh taking advantage of bulls defenders you know 
trying to rotate and come out on people like people like Giannis uh, and Brook Lopez and, and whoever. And uh, there and West Matthews. Oh my God, West Matthews had a game uh, against the against the Bulls tonight. They just they got everything at the rim. So it's not surprising to me that they shot pretty well. Uh, 61% is still kind of an outlier, but yeah, just. Again, I thought some of the defense, the defensive things we were doing in the first half were good. Second half defense, though, I mean, it, it all just fell apart basically in the third quarter, in my opinion. The the Bucks shot 21 of 24 around the rim. Just absolutely no rim protection from the Bulls tonight. They were able to get whatever they wanted. And the Bulls not getting a free throw until, what, a minute left in the first half. I, DeMar DeRozan, I think, is, what, top three in the league, top Maybe not top three, but definitely top five in the league at free throws per game. I don't think he got a free throw until the fourth quarter. It seemed like a game that the Bulls weren't getting any calls, um, and that wasn't going to change the game. The the Bucks just outplayed the Bulls in this one, but it just seemed like a very frustrating game all around. Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. I, I agree with you. Um, some of the positives, though, uh, like you said, Vooch, I thought, played well. Uh, if you run any of his props tonight, on Thrive, you probably did well. So while I'm talking about that, uh, we want to go ahead and plug our brand new daily fantasy partner at the Sports Ethos Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code Ethos when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit. And the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is Ethos over at Thrive Fantasy. Dot com. Um, but yeah, Vooch, I, I think specifically him getting hot from deep. Uh, hopefully he's going to normalize from what he did earlier in the season. Obviously, he's had one of his worst seasons from, from three-point range this season. But uh, he had a couple tonight and uh, was playing really well through that first half. Um, you know, love what I saw out of him. He was four or five uh, from distance tonight. So that's, that's a good sign, right, Trey? It is. And we've seen... Uh... MVP contender now, Jason Tatum, he started off the season shooting extremely poor, just like Vooch did, and he's turned it around. So maybe Vooch can have, you know, some of the luck like Jason Tatum has. And you mentioned Vucevic playing so well. Not only was he able to knock down those threes, uh, I have written that he only had two assists. But during that 13 nothing run of the Bucks in the first quarter, I have written down that Vucevic had two absolute fantastic passes to to get guys wide open jump shots and they just weren't able to knock them down Mm -hmm. but he he was excellent both in shooting and taking advantage of the defense and making the right play he had quite a few excellent passes out just to take advantage of what the defense was doing tonight and I thought he played exceptionally well on the offensive end he was really the only I, I felt like I know uh Caruso had six assists and Zach had seven assists he had five assists real early it felt like the Bulls struggled to create anything on offense and to mm-hmm. get assists later in the game. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think we were settling a lot for jump shots. Um, yeah, I wish would have. I think the refing tonight really prevented us from trying to go draw those fouls because the refs really were calling nothing, absolutely nothing, uh, through the first half at least. Um, second half, maybe a little bit of a different story. They, they had a little bit of a tighter whistle, but for the most part, they're letting a lot of a lot of contact go. Uh, which usually doesn't favor the Bulls, and it didn't look like a favor to the Bulls tonight because, um, again, just the size of, of the Bucks just overcame us, and you know there's nothing we can do when they're around the rim, and we're basically uh, they can finish and we can't at the rim. Uh, that, that's basically the difference here. So um, I would have liked to have seen the Bulls, you know, 
get to the line a little bit more or get to the rim a little bit more. But I just feel like that's a really tough ask, especially on the second half of a back-to-back. So I'm not going to blame them too much for settling for those jumpers. I thought that they were all pretty good shots. Did you agree with that, or um, did you think they were kind of settling for bad shots? No, I thought the shot quality was pretty was pretty good. It They probably settled a little bit too much, but again, when you're going against a team that that is that much taller, it's it's easy to settle when you're getting good looks. And I thought the Bulls got pretty good looks. The only complaint I had, again, is those other guys not getting in, especially once the defensive intensity level obviously wasn't there. Because you mentioned Matthews having a great game. The, the reason Matthews was able to have such a great game was because he was getting wide open shots because the defensive rotations were poor. Mm-hmm. And if the rotations are that poor that they can't get over, Derek Jones Jr., if he gets in there, he hasn't played in, in a few games. He's not going to be late on his rotations, I'm sure, you know. Troy Brown Jr., he's not going to be late. Tony Bradley, he might be a little late, but that's because he's seven foot. Like, if nothing else, get the guys in that are going to put in the effort so that way at at least the effort is there. Because I I hate watching the Bulls just not not make defensive rotations. Yeah, and I think, you know— when it comes to watching some of the veteran coaches out there, like like a Popovich or whatever, you know, you'll see him pull guys, starters or whoever, just because what you're seeing in the game. I mean, why why make these guys go through the effort and waste the effort when it's still a losing effort? There's no any, and even though it's crunch time right now, this was again. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Second half of a back-to-back against the Milwaukee Bucks, who are, in my opinion, still the favorites to come out of the Eastern Conference. They're definitely a top-two team when it comes to that. Um, you know, you're out there, you're sending DeRozan out there, you're sending Zach Levine out there, you're sending Caruso out there. But, you know, these guys, it, it's just useless miles that they're putting on their bodies at this point. I, I would have liked to have seen so, them play a little so, less. So here's my devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Billy Dot. Billy Donovan knows more than we do. Let's say he knows Lonzo is probably not coming back. Mm-hmm. This is the team we are going to have come the postseason. And if this is what's going to happen when we play the Bucks, the Bulls need as much film as they can on what works and what doesn't and mm-hmm. how they can kind of counter this if they see them in the postseason. Because not only that, but also give these players a chance to build some chemistry against a really good team. Because it's not like they've had – had all you know these games all season to gel together against the top competition in the league. So to me, I get that's the excuse. You know, if I'm a head coach and you know privately I'm asked, that's that's what I would say. But those last four or five minutes, I, I don't know what I don't know how much you're getting out of the Bucks when they're up thirty. I, like I don't know how much effort they're putting in on the defensive end. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think even even. With all that, I think it was just so bad. It was just so lopsided tonight from start to finish that you're not getting a lot of quality film anyways. But there might be some possessions in there. I mean, obviously, they've got film room guys, you know, coming through everything. Uh, and you do want to see different combinations of guys. So I do get that reasoning. Um, but I think, you know, if you're trying to look at the long view here, the Bulls are going to be in the playoffs at this point. Like, there's no – I think I think uh, I showed you the 538 odds earlier 
today, and they have them at 95% chance to make the playoffs. So, you know, I think that's good. I think that's great. I think that's a great first step for us. I think this next step here is to get healthy and be healthy. Uh, Zach Levine dealing with injuries. Uh, obviously, Javante Green had to leave tonight's game. Uh, nothing you can do about that. It's just it's just stuff that happens. Um, Patrick Williams coming working his way back from an injury. So. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I would prefer the rest over the film because, you know, you can always pull film off of other you know teams and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's not exactly the same. It's maybe not as valuable, but uh, I just in a game like this, I don't know how valuable those, that film really is. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, there might be some some spots where it is. So maybe that is the point. But um, with this loss, let's see the Bulls. Let's take a look at the Sting standings real quick. None of the other teams I think that are in the race with us uh, were playing tonight. We had the Knicks and the and the Hawks who were kind of on the outside looking in. The, the Hawks did beat the Knicks, uh, which is you know good for them. I mean, there's not much of a doesn't really affect us too much. The Hawks are in 10th place. The Knicks are in 12th place. So uh, there you have it. Uh, the Bulls are now five games behind the Miami Heat uh, in that uh, race for first. Uh, Celtics and Sixers are still tied two and a half games and the Bucks have moved up to two games now behind first place. So the Bucks are now in second place. Uh, started slow, the Bucks did, Trey, but I think um, I honestly think they sandbagged this regular season up until this point, and they're just like ramping up now for the playoffs. I don't think they really took it seriously because they they basically just wanted to rest their guys because you know Middleton went over to the to the Olympics, so did Drew Holiday. Uh, both those guys missed extended periods of time in the beginning of the season. I think Giannis at some point missed extended period of time. So um, I really don't think they've taken this regular season that seriously. How about you? I mean, other than Giannis, who takes every game serious, you saw that tonight, but. I think uh, was it Middleton who who missed games to start the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they definitely started off slow, and they they've been the same team for the past what three years or so yeah. now. They they know they know what they have. They they know you know what works and what doesn't with their team. So I think you're right. They have been able to treat the regular season as kind of a ramp up for the playoffs, whereas in previous years you saw them kind of go all in, but Adding adding Holiday was kind of the final piece, and I think he's just kind of I think he's fully integrated enough that they don't have to get the reps and to to be a you know to be 85 percent at the regular season and be primed for the playoffs. We saw that tonight. No Middleton, and they still crushed the Bulls. Yeah, and you got Coach Budenholzer, who is a disciple of of Greg Popovich. I think it's smart. I think this is really smart what they're doing. And, and honestly, like if I'm looking at the national media coverage, and I'm looking at just fans that you know Bulls fans, whoever that I'm interacting with, like people are still, which is really surprising me, still sleeping on the Milwaukee Bucks, even though they're defending NBA champions. And like, yeah. I get that people are excited about James Harden and uh, Joel Embiid in, in Philadelphia. I think that's a great pairing. I think it's going to be really deadly in the playoffs. Um, I think people are excited about the Boston Celtics right now. We can talk more about that, obviously, when we have our Celtics guys on, uh, or, or we can maybe do a segment in a, in a longer show. Um, and I get people are excited about those those teams. You know, those teams are playing really well. But for me, and I've been saying it since the start, you know, you've been talking to me since the beginning of the season. I've had the Milwaukee Bucks at the top of the Eastern Conference from day one, and I, I have not changed my mind. I, I just think that they they just basically have been playing at like 80% until this point. Um, but they're cruising now. We saw what they could bring tonight, man. This has been a very Bucks, a pro-Bucks podcast from, from the <laughs> jump when it comes to, to overarching. They, they're probably my favorite still to win the title if I had to pick a favorite. 
I think Giannis is just absolutely dominant whenever whenever he gets going. And Middleton really is a great compliment for him. And we watched Holiday once again take over in the second half. He's underrated as an offensive go-to guy, I think, but just because he is such a, a defensive defensive point of attack bulldog. And the offensive end, it's usually you know Middleton and Giannis. But the last two games, Holiday's been the guy that's killed us in the second half. Yeah, uh, Drew Holiday just, uh, man, uh, you never think that he's like that polished of an offensive player, but he had like some nice step backs and crossovers and um, just just some really nice moves to get some jumpers that just like make your jaw drop. So uh, he, he, right. he's... Right, it, it doesn't look polished. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like mm. he came up in, you know, playing AAU and doing the same drills over and over every day, but it goes in and he gets his space and he knows just how much space he needs to get his shot over like a Patrick Williams. I watched I saw him shoot a jumper over Patrick Williams. Uh, I think it was the third quarter. And I was just like, oh, we're done. Like, mm. if he's got that timing and that rhythm down, it's it's just over for the Bulls at that point. Yeah, he is kind of hit or miss with that. And uh, tonight he was very much hit. Um, let me ask you, let me pose this to you since it just, came, just popped into my head, Trey. You had a choice between Drew Holiday or Alonzo Ball for your basketball team trying to win it all. Who are you taking? I mean, for the Bulls or the Bucks? Uh, I mean, I guess, uh, like, I, I, I don't like know that I'd general. like him with Levine and DeRozan. I don't know that uh, I'd like holiday with him because I think, I think he needs to have the ball a little mm-hmm. bit to be the good playmaker. But, but I, I don't think, I think holiday would be better on the bucks than Lonzo. Let's say, um, but I think, I think holiday is the better player. I think holiday is the, a better okay. player than Lonzo. I think that's probably the main thing I was trying to get at. So yeah, that, that that's fair. And I think that's fair. Uh, obviously holiday is a much, uh, well, not much older, but he's an older player. How old is he? Like 32. He's gotta be somewhere in, around that range. Uh, and Lonzo's still 26, I think. Um, 25. <laughs> no, Drew, I don't holiday, know Drew holiday is 31 years old. And uh, Lonzo is. 24. 24. Okay. So he's 24. So yeah, he is considerably older. Um, so yeah, I have, I have no problem saying that uh, holiday is the better player right now. I think Lonzo could be the better player. I think they, they profile similarly though, in the fact that like they aren't skilled enough to be the offensive guy, but they play really well off of other people and defensively, obviously when you're talking about perimeter defense, I think those guys are both elite level. Um, so I just thought it was kind of a, an interesting question, but uh, yeah, I, th- I do think I take holiday right now, just in a vacuum, not even considering who else is on my team. I think I take holiday right now, um, but that could change in the future. And uh, man, I, I do miss Lonzo ball. I think we miss Lonzo ball a lot on this basketball team uh, in general, but the bulls, their upcoming schedule tray, They've got about 10 games left here. Uh, let's see, two, I think it's 10, two, four, six, eight. Yep, 10 games exactly left. Uh, the next four, I think we can rattle off a of 4-0 here. We got Pelicans, uh, Cavaliers, Knicks, and Wizards. I think we could rattle off a of 4-0 there. I would like to see at least a 3-1. and Do you think we can get a 4-0 here? I think, I mean, I think we can for sure. The Bulls definitely have the talent to do so. I'm with you. 3-1 and one is what I hope to get out of this, especially after... Losing tonight, I, I hope the Bulls can come back motivated and bounce back after such a, just a, a disheartening loss to a team that I'd like to call a rival, but it's not it hasn't been much of a rivalry lately. 
Yeah, we don't put up 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 enough fight against them to make us a rival, unfortunately. Uh, not yet, but the future is bright, Bulls fans. I mean, you still and got we to... we have the seeds. Yeah. We are the team that Giannis, you know, physically assaulted one of the players. <laughs> you know, Mike Mike Dunleavy just absolutely got absolutely decked by him. So if we could ever get a good rivalry going, you know, that there's going to be that footage that the NBA will never show, but it'll be all over Twitter. And you've got Grace Nell and putting Alex Caruso out for months. I mean, what what have the Bulls done in the? And fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck yeah, f that guy for sure. Um, but, Good job, uh, Keith. Wait a second. <laughs> well, uh, after those four uh, so- somewhat easy games, though, we've got the Clippers, Heat, Bucks, and Celtics. So yeah, we need to definitely go at least three and one over those next four. Uh, I'd like to see us beat the Clippers too, obviously, but that he- the Heat, Bucks, uh, Celtics is going to be a really tough run, and the Bucks, Celtics is also a back-to-back tray. So. Um, just brutal. It's going to be a brutal, brutal uh, stretch there uh, after those next four games. So got to get these wins as they're coming here. We can't have another King situation where we're just dropping wins that we really need to get. Um, but I think, you know, I was talking a little bit in the chat earlier today. I think that we are looking at probably a, f- a fifth or sixth place finish at this point. I think we're probably close enough to the end that we can kind of project this stuff out. Um, and if I was a guess, I mean, I would say like, I would say the Bulls are going to go 500 the rest of the way. They've got 10 games left. I would say maybe out of those 10, maybe six of them I would consider, you know, the Bulls being favorites in. So there's a possibility they drop a game here or there. Um, I would love to see a six and four finish to the season, but I think five and five is is possible. I think four and six is even possible. Um, But obviously even seven and three is possible too. I mean, obviously any of those things is possible, but I think we're going to land somewhere around 500. We're a game and a half over the six seed right now in the, in the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they're struggling right now. So I'm thinking I like our chances here to hang on to the fifth seed. Are you feeling the same the same way? Yeah, I'm still the date with destiny. I don't know if it's going to be the date with destiny with the Celtics, though, because if they continue to play as well as they have, they might be able to jump a team or two in front of them. So yeah, I think the, the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, I think the Bulls are able to hang on to that five seed. And uh, I think I'd rather play the Sixers than the mm. Celtics at this stage. I think the Celtics defense just real is – I think it's the real deal. They've been playing well enough for, for long enough. And you know how high I was on the Celtics at the beginning of the season. So Yeah, that's interesting. I don't – I don't know if I necessarily agree just because I'm thinking of that James Harden, uh, Joel Embiid pick and roll with Outlanzo Ball at, as the, at the point of attack defense. I mean, we have Caruso, we have Io, we have um, – who am I spacing on here? Patrick Williams. But, uh, yeah, I, that, that just – that scares the crap out of me. So, I don't know. Maybe – I don't know. Either of those teams is going to be difficult. I think I slightly prefer the, the Celtics, honestly, but they are playing so well right now. Um, it, it's hard for me to really pick it. That, that's like splitting hairs right there. Um, but I think we're most likely looking at a fifth seed with a matchup against the Celtics or the Sixers. I think that's probably the most likely outcome here. Um, that's going to be my guess here. So do with that what you will, Bulls fans. <laughs> uh, but quickly before we sign off, we want to also remind you all to use coupon code HoopBall20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also check out our pals at MyBookie.ag. Use code HoopBall on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. As always, I am your host. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at @bsbpkeith. And Trey, where can the people find you? On Twitter at Final Finally. And please, 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 please do follow the show, everybody at at Ethos Bulls. Uh, need those followers? If you are on iTunes, leave us a five star review. Tell us we suck. I don't care what you say. Just put five stars on it so people can you know find us. And if you tell us we suck, we'll take your feedback and we will make the show better. I promise. So uh, that's it. Until next time, everybody. Thank you.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.